0: Good morning and welcome to your public affairs podcast from your local Houston BMW Center studios. I'm Uncle Fine, Larry Jones. KG Smooth has the morning off. And as always, we discuss topics that affect our community and affect our nation and shape our world. Myesha Coulter joins us this morning. She is the CEO of AVDA, Aid to Victims of Domestic Abuse. Welcome to the podcast, Ms. Coulter.
1: Thank you so much for having me. yes, um I am the CEO of an organization um known as Abda Aid to Victims of Domestic Abuse. Uh, we have been around the Houston area for uh, 40 years. Um, we serve approximately eight counties, um, including Harris County, um, and we provide rather unique services in the d- domestic violence space. We provide free legal representation to victims of domestic abuse in the family courts, and we also provide what's called BIP, Battering Intervention and Prevention Program, and those pro- that program is dedicated to assisting individuals who have been identified as the perpetrator of abuse in an intimate partner relationship.
0: Ms. Colter, we've learned through COVID and during other times, there is an increased amount of violence that is going on within families. Have we been able to identify exactly what causes some of this and how can we help prevent?
1: So we suspect that the the impact of covid um things like loss of income uh loss of the ability to have um access to various resources whether that be school or churches or places where people can find um safety and can um ha- have support um when we initially um started dealing with covid obviously we had the stay-at-home orders in place to try to keep people safe from the harm of the disease, but it in some instances helped to exacerbate um, the problem of domestic abuse. We believe that domestic abuse is something that a person chooses, Hmm. but certainly there are stressors that can exacerbate and definitely can lead to some of the behaviors of a perpetrator of domestic abuse, whether that be physical violence, emotional abuse, verbal abuse, um, economic abuse. All of those are tactics that people use against their intimate partner to assert power and control over that person in a relationship. So COVID was definitely, um, an enhancement because of the way that it impacted people socially, um, economically, and emotionally, that if you lived in a home where domestic violence existed prior to COVID, it certainly did not help if your family was also impacted by COVID in a negative way. Right.
0: Ms. Colter, is any of this um, generational? And would a victim learn a, a partner's behavior early in a relationship mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think there that's there's two answers. Um yes it is generational. Generational in the sense that oftentimes people who perpetrate um domestic abuse and those who are are ultimately victims of domestic abuse come from homes where that was demonstrated as the way to um, behave um, with your your intimate partner. So they saw their parents behave in that way, and they normalized that behavior and accepted it as a part of their own relationship practices when they got older. So certainly, yes, it is generational. Um, I think the other part of the question you were asking is, or or maybe I should you you should repeat the other portion of the question. I think I answered just a part of it.
0: Well, you 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 got to where I was really heading because I've 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 seen some abuse in a home usually after a night of drinking. And some things were said and it 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 was it was just very amazing to watch. Um and 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 I, I I found myself uh being one of those perpetrators of a past behavior that i had I had witnessed, not knowing that that's what was going on because it was affecting me at such a young age. So when we when we demonstrate these types of behaviors in front of our children, the impact can be phenomenal, if not, sadly enough, yeah. deadly.
1: Yes, exactly. It can be okay. detrimental. detrimental. And yeah. certainly um, the younger a child is when they're exposed to those dynamics in the home, the the harder it is for them to... Um, learn that that is not appropriate, so if they if they if that 's all they know and they grow up seeing it throughout their you know impressionable and developmental years, you know they will in turn internalize the behavior and adopt it as their own practice and so yes if you 've seen it frequently enough it 's hard to know another way um, to behave, and so yes we we oftentimes see. Um, a pattern in which a person who we're helping um, in the BIP space say that that is the type of household that they came from. But we also see it on the victim uh, services side where someone um, has a hard time um, not recognizing that healthy uh, relationships, relationships that are loving don't include physical violence, Mm. um, emotional abuse jealousy extreme jealousy extreme controlling of behavior because in their mind they have seen those things and the person who they saw behave that way often excuse the behavior and said this is something that i have to do or i was made to do um because that's a way to excuse the behavior and continue to perpetrate it if you don't Learn other ways, you will, that's what you will maintain and that's what you will train.
0: Wow. We're speaking with the CEO of AVDA, Aid to Victims of Domestic Violence. And Ms. Coulter, we appreciate your time today indeed. But I, I wanted to set the premise for what your organization does, and we're going to get a little deeper in that with the time remaining. But you we're also coming up on a couple of fundraisers to help you, correct? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Would you Yes. Speak October
1: is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, mm-hmm. and Abda, um, in addition to receiving funding through government grants and the like, we do uh, put on multiple fundraisers. This year, we have a um, program, a fundraiser dinner called Honoring Texas Victims, and it is specifically um, geared to. Acknowledge the number of people who lost their lives in 2019 um, due to domestic violence. Unfortunately, 185 Texans died at the hands of an intimate partner in 2019, and so we were intending to raise 185 min- million dollars in their in their honor, um, with an effort to dedicate those resources to accelerating our services so that we can reduce that number in subsequent years. Um, We know that education is part of the process, but intervention, which is what we do, is a big opportunity to deter and decrease those numbers. So getting protective orders, getting people divorces, and getting them out of the relationships that bind them and keep them unsafe is what what our services prioritize. We also have an opportunity to do an event in, um, which is called Party in the Park. And it is an opportunity for families to come together and have fun, but with um, a mission. Um, So it's a party with a purpose um, and it is a a fun day in um, Eleanor Park. We have all kinds of things available to children um, like face painting and Um, stilt walkers and clowns and magicians Um, but it's just going to be a fun time the undercurrent is still we want families to be healthy we want families to be um, the place where kids feel the safest um, and so we will do a little bit of education to those who come out to the park and, and spend time with us. But the intention is for families to come together and raise m- money um, to, again, support our services so that we can help those families who don't have the, the healthiest coping, the healthiest relationship dynamics and, you know, intervene where kids are not um, in safe households.
0: All right. Eleanor Tinsley Park, do we have a date and time?
1: Yes. So that event will be on October the 15th, and it will be um, beginning at 11 and ending at 3 o'clock.
0: Okay. And the, the the first fundraiser you were speaking about?
1: That one is October the 5th. That's a Tuesday evening, and it is going to be at Patente. Uh, and it it is a dinner. It starts at 6 o'clock.
0: And everyone's invited, and anyone who can donate can come. And may you – would you share your website information, please?
1: Sure. So I think we're probably sold out at Patente, but our website is www.avda.com. Dash tx dot and all of the information related to both events are on the fund um, on the webpage. If you cannot attend um, and would like to still do- donate, you are so. Self- welcome to do so but we will also have a live auction on that night and even if you're not in attendance of the uh, patente event you can still participate in the live auction so that is definitely an opportunity to support but also um an opportunity to perhaps um obtain some really exciting uh gifts um that you could share with friends Uh, i think the big the big um uh, auction item for the night is a stay in a Mexican villa, and hmm. I think um, there's going to be a lot, a lot of competition for that. And I think it will. The, the villa actually sleeps eight, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Okay. Understanding how organizations run, Ms. Colter, I know there are some people who have helped you for these forty years.
1: Sure, absolutely. So one of the bigger um, supporters of Abda is the um, Astros Foundation. Uh, They are actually um, the ones who are helping us to uh, sponsor the dinner at Patente, Um, uh, that restaurant owned by the um, Astros owner. Mm -hmm. Um, And Chef Danny Trace is going to be um, dedicating um, the food.